It's Tuesday, September 26th. Welcome into the Major League Baseball podcast presented by pregame.com. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined by former Major League pitcher Josh Towers as the playoff races are heating up with about five or six games left in the Major League Baseball regular season. So, Josh, here's where we are heading into tonight's games on Tuesday. In the American League East, the Orioles have a a two-and-a-half game lead on the Tampa Bay Rays. In the American League West, the Rangers, two-and-a-half games up on the Astros, four games up on the Mariners in the AL wildcard race. The Blue Jays are a a game-and-a-half up on the Astros for the second wildcard. Astros a a game-and-a-half up on the Mariners for the third wild card. Over in the National League, it's just a wild card race pretty much as the Diamondbacks are tied with the Cubs for the second and third wild cards. The Marlins a game back of the third wild card. The Reds two and a half back. Giants four and a half back. And not mathematically eliminated yet, the San Diego Padres five and a half back. Before we get into the clinching scenarios for tonight, and we'll go through the games that have playoff implications. Let me ask you about the San Diego Padres, who had a great run over the last 12, 13 days. I mean, if I told you a team that has won 10 of their last 12 games, you would think that they put themselves in a position to make the playoffs, but a bad loss in extra innings on Saturday, a bad loss last night, and now it seems like the push is all for naught. It was always all for naught. <laughs> it's just too little too late. I've always talked about this in baseball. There's so many games we give away in April because the season just started. Oh, well, we have six months of baseball. We got 162 to play. And we give away these games for no reason. Uh, unintentionally, but, I mean, things that I feel like we could do different. And then you come down to the last week of the season, and now you're trying to win all these baseball games, and you're trying to get help from other teams along the way, that's not the position you want to be in. And I feel like the Padres are very good at that. Dude, their run differential is plus 90. Yeah. And if you look at all the teams that are in contention for the National for the National League wild card, like non-division winners in the National League, there's only three teams that have a positive run differential. Yep. The Phillies, who are a wild card, the Cubs, who are a wild card, and the Padres, yeah. who are we're not going to make out. the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, they're way out. It's crazy. It just tells you, man, about – the way they play baseball and if the game's close and how they win one nothing games or one uh, run games, et cetera. I mean, there's so many different things that come in. It's just on paper, they're one of the most beautiful teams we have. They mm-hmm. have stars up and down the lineup, but that doesn't mean that they do all the little things, little things right. I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to say the player's name because I thought it was so disrespectful what he said. Um, and I'm not a big fan of him as a player, but the question was asked, who's like the hardest pitcher you face? And mm-hmm. his response was, uh, I mean, he's not even good. He's not, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he actually kind of sucks. He's, he's just not a good pitcher, but for some, like he throws 88 and for some reason he just, whatever he does, he just gets us out. But I just, I don't think he's very good. I think he sucks. And I was just like, wow. Like that just described baseball in a nutshell to me. All right. So I throw 88. So that means I can't get you out because I throw 88. Which but is, yet I do get you out, but I suck because I get you out. Right. Which is the craziest thing. But we have that, we have that mindset that if you don't throw hard, you're not very good. Meanwhile, it shows me that there's more than one way to pitch and throwing hard isn't pitching. It's just throwing hard. It's just a gift you have. But if you don't know how to pitch, if you don't know how to locate, if you don't know how to set guys up, if you don't read swings, read tendencies, study the, the element that is the human element and, and, what their tendencies are so 
he was talking about Trevor Williams and T can pitch, mm. right? He's smart. He keeps the ball down. He moves stuff in and out. He doesn't sit down the middle too much. He changed speeds. Like that's what pitching is. And you listen to these guys talk about, and this guy in particular talk about how bad he is. Well, there's some teams around baseball that do that. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they do that, right? There's some the Atlanta Braves, they do that, plus they're the most talented team. The Dodgers always do that. And they're not the most talented team they've ever had this year, by far. But yet they do the little things right. Milwaukee seems to always do that during the regular season, and then they're just not built to win in the postseason. Um and we don't give a lot of times those players or those teams credit. And so it's easy to overlook them. So then we get excited on a team like the Padres because of all the stars on their team. Well, they clearly don't do, like Toronto Blue Jays, the little things that it takes to win a championship. The Toronto Blue Jays, luckily for them, have the best starting pitching in all of baseball. And that's mm. what carries this team. But I'll tell you what jumping topic to them, they might want to learn how to run the bases and have a little bit more situational <laughs> at-bats if they're going to make a push in this postseason. Well, you look at the Padres, and going back to them here, as you want to try and pinpoint why they are not going to make the postseason. Let's go. Their record in one-run games this year. There it is. 7-23. and 23. How's that possible? Their record in extra inning games this year, 0-12. There you go. All right, so I mean, you, if I mean, they would the have won, one, if it. they would have won half of the extra inning games that they played, if they were six and six in those extra inning games, they're in, they're in the postseason right now. They're in. They're in because they're five and a half back. You give them six more wins, they're in the postseason right now. Again, if they would have won half of their extra inning games, just because I can hit a lot of home runs, or just because I throw hard, or just because like whatever, they have a lot of stars on their name. That doesn't mean they know how to play baseball. That doesn't mean they know how to play as a team. That doesn't mean they know when to sacrifice their at-bats and or that doesn't mean that the coaching staff is willing to put people in a position to succeed mm. or teach. It doesn't mean that he's using the bullpen correctly. I'm not blaming anybody, but clearly there's a lot of things happening here that from a, a, a standpoint of X's and O's of managing a baseball game, and it's not just on the coaching staff, but they're a big part of it, but it's the players as well. Clearly, bunting is probably not something they're willing to do, right? Like, you know, when we watch Toronto, they sit back and just try to get a base hit every time or hit a double every time. Clearly, as talented as this Padres team is, they have not learned how to play a baseball. I say this all the time to the, the, the kids that have always been around here. Anybody can start a game. Not anybody can finish a game. Mm. And, and the Padres have proved that. Yeah, it's just a shame. It's the roster you mentioned on paper, how beautiful it is. Remember the Royals when they won the World Series a few yeah. years back? Mm -hmm. You talk about a team that knew how to finish a game. Well, they had the, the, the back end of the bullpen was incredible. Holland and those right. guys were... Defensively, offensively, elite. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was ridiculous. Uh, all right, well, here's the magic numbers for... Dude, those stats are crazy. What, the Padres? What you just said to me. Yeah, 0-12 yeah. in extra inning games and 7-23 and in one-run games. Yeah. How are you not winning one-run games? That's terrible. That, that is. It just tells you he's go through the motions of things. Man. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the clinching scenarios for tonight. Uh, the Brewers' magic number to clinch the NL Central is one. They can clinch with a win or a Cubs loss. The Phillies can clinch a wild card berth with a win or a Marlins loss. The Rangers can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Mariners loss. The Orioles magic number to clinch the American League East and home field advantage throughout the ALCS is three. The Braves, same thing. Magic number to clinch home field is three. The Rangers magic number to clinch the AL West is four. And now 
we have to remind Where people. the Rangers come from? They've won, they've won remember, six straight games. Yeah. I remember when they like remember they lost like five straight. They lost they're everything. done. They're done. Yeah, all the pitchers are hurt. <laughs> Everyone's done. Uh, but l- let me just remind people with the new Major League Baseball playoff format with the extra wild cards, there is no more game 163. So if we have two teams tied for the third wild card, there is no game 163. All ties in the standings will be determined by tiebreaker rules, which begin with head to head record. So let's take a look at the games tonight, and then we'll start the podcast with the picks for tonight before we talk about these teams moving forward in, in the postseason uh, because I know you guys, they, you want us to get to the games. You want us to get to the picks. So we, <laughs> we hear you, and we're listening to you, and so we're getting to the picks. So we'll start with – we're, we're just only going to focus on the games that have playoff implications because, you know, Royals-Tigers, boring game. Uh, if you want to make money on it, Zach Greinke's 1-15 this year, though, so maybe bet Reese Olsen and the Tigers. But <laughs> let's go to the Reds at the Guardians. Hunter Green's on the mound for the Reds. Lucas Giolito is getting a start for the Guardians. This is split, minus 110 both it ways. Be. It should be. And you look at Giolito, <laughs> since being acquired by the Guardians, uh, they have lost three of his four starts. The only win was against the Texas Rangers. So far, he has allowed 17 runs on 19 hits in 22 and a third innings in the month of September. Yeah, he threw that one gem versus Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the game versus the Angels was pretty good, but if you're not throwing good against them, what you know who it is? Kansas City roped them. Obviously, Minnesota throttled them. Hunter Green, conversely, his last three starts, the 10th, the 15th, and the 20th, uh, 18 and two-thirds innings, five runs on eight hits with 29 strikeouts in the 18 and two-thirds innings. Yeah, Hunter's been good. This is a tough game. I mean, obviously, it the, the line is, is perfect on it. I'm just trying to find it right here again. I, I can't – I'm not a Hunter Green guy. Like, I have never backed him on a bet yet. I just don't trust him. I don't care if you throw 102. It doesn't matter. As soon as that ball's up, he just gives up a ton of homers. Mm-hmm. And he's not – well, Cleveland's not a home run hitting team. Though. Yeah, he's not. He has never. It doesn't matter if it's up. Anybody can hit you, and I can hit it. Um, he doesn't know how to adjust from that. But if he's locked in out of the start, he's obviously really good. Liga Giolito is not a guy that I'll ever back mm-hmm. ever. I've never backed him. I've always bet against him. I mean, there. Was, what was the stat earlier where he's like the only guy to give up eight runs in a game for multiple teams in a season or three? Teams or whatever, <laughs> some crazy stat, right? Like. I mean, again, he's got a great changeup, so his strikeout numbers are up. He just doesn't know how to pitch, and it's hard for me to watch Lucas. And, and again, he's a guy that once it goes south, it goes south. There's no fixing it. There's no right in that ship. He doesn't know how. He's the Padres. He doesn't know how to make that adjustment, right? He doesn't know how to to keep that number zero, one, and two. Let's let's keep those numbers off the big ones and keep them low. He doesn't know how to minimize damage. I mean, if I if you I mean if you're making me bet this, I'm taking Cincinnati just because they're in it and Hunter's been pitching a yeah, lot. Yeah, desperate better. team playing in playoff mode. I always like backing yeah. teams that are in playoff mode at the end of the season. I mean, I got more to play for. I will say this though, when I'm out of it and my bags are already packed and I've already started sending stuff home, which I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are back in school, right? Like since we're not playing for anything outside of individual numbers for next year, depending on where I'm at. Uh, it's a lot easier to play baseball with no pressure. Nope, you're just loose. You just yeah, have to have fun now. You don't now. care. Like, yeah. and again, like I've I've said this a lot in my life. Try to play like you don't care. 
Like mm-hmm. really, and you'll be shocked at how good you are. You're just so much more relaxed. Just hitting bombs. Mentally. Yeah. Pitching, you're starting to throw stuff that you wouldn't necessarily throw. You're starting to try, you know what, I'll just try this. And then you're like, oh, it works. Yeah, well, it's always worked if you were just willing to do it. But then it's like, when the pressure's on, it's like, oh, if I miss, I don't want to miss. And so, uh, and then you don't do it. Mm-hmm. It, it. There is a relaxed state of mind that you're in when you're out of it that does make a lot of these teams dangerous. We talk about this every year, right? We get in these situations and we think the teams that are – are trying to make a postseason spot are going to beat the teams that aren't. It doesn't work out that way. Mm. I mean, watch all of these games. You're gonna you'll be surprised at, at some I of think these teams. Like again, it Kansas works. City and then and, and the, Astros. Yeah, the Astros. Yeah. yeah, I think it works out in other sports. I don't think it works out in baseball. In in other sports where it's more about like the team doing a lot of things and you have to rely on other players. Like in hockey, I think at the end of the season, the teams that are fighting for the playoffs. They dominate the teams yeah. that are out of it. Baseball's same thing in, in basketball. It's kind of like the same thing. But in baseball, all it takes is that one pitcher is just loose. He's he, he doesn't yeah, I care. I can dictate the whole game, and he's 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 dealing. Yeah, he's dealing. And even if you have that one player that's trying hard and and he's focused in and and he hits a a, a double every time he's up, it's not necessarily going to score. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can go four for four. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're gonna win. Mike Trout, best mean. player of all time, and <laughs> argue, you know, yeah. and and the team just doesn't do anything. What do you so. got on Cincinnati first five? Cincinnati first five. If we look on our good friends at the DraftKings, I mean, just Sportsbook. based on the way these two two guys have been pitching, I mean, that's not a bad play for me. Okay. Well, if you want to do the first five innings on the DraftKings sportsbook it's right now, close, right? Cincinnati Reds are minus one twenty. Yeah, that makes sense. So slight favorites. If you want to lay the half a run. You can get plus one fourteen on the Reds. Yeah, I can't do it at that point. At minus just take the money line. Yeah, just taking it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the total for the first five innings would be four and a half, juiced heavily to the under. Just because of the way Hunter's been thrown. Yeah, yeah. And Giolito, I guess you know, coming off a decent start. I mean, pull no up Giolito. You got Giolito's yep. last few games. All right, yeah, so look I told at you in, in September has been. But just look at his, give me his last. Like, okay, obviously the game two starts ago versus Texas. That was a great one. Shut Seven shot innings. Give me the ones around it. How many innings? Five and five and a third against Kansas City in his last runs. start. Uh, four runs on seven hits. Okay, and I'm saying he probably didn't give up all four of those in the sixth, right? So it, he gave up the runs uh, in the first inning, three runs in the first inning, one run in the fourth inning. All right, so he alone. Cover the over. Yeah. The first five over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that happens a lot when he's, again, for us Against starters, the Angels, he gave up four runs on three hits in seven innings. Seven. And those runs, two in the first inning, one in the third, one in the fourth. There you go. And then Settled if you look bit. at the stuff, his first start in September was against Minnesota. He, where did, he, got, he, he got rocked. He didn't even go. Yeah, yeah three they're, innings, they're all early, yeah. yeah. So it's over. Like he, he alone is covering those first five overs. So if you think Green's susceptible to giving up the long ball, then a four over four and a half first five only because of giolito yeah again i'm putting a lot of my plus 114 right now giolito you could do a reds team total in the first five innings if you want on DraftKings, they have those bets Three. reds first five innings over one and a half runs how's that possible now that i like wait 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 how is that possible you have the Reds. It's minus one thirty-five. Reds team total so then what's, first five innings. So over one and a half. But runs. it's a pick'em game. So you're telling me that the Guardians total two over one. Guardians over one and a half is minus one forty. So that's putting the total at four, but that's putting the total at three. Yeah, I guess. I guess, but you. Well, no. If you if you take the juice two two to the yeah to the to the numbers here, it's putting it as a four, maybe four. Yeah, like four point two. Which is pretty much what the line is, because it's four, it's oh, four and a half under, 100% and it's that minus. I wish it's I had minus that one one forty five. 
That might be my favorite bet then. Over one and a half runs for Cincinnati versus Giolito in the, in first, the first five. One hundred percent. Yeah, here in uh, I'll bet that all day. I believe Stations has that here in Vegas. Really? Yeah. So you might want to check that out on the Stations app. See if uh, they do first five yeah. inning team totals. But yeah, if you uh, are a DraftKings customer, you can check that out. First five inning team total for the Cincinnati Reds, and look at them to score uh, over one and a half runs oh, man, that's in the play. first five innings. All right, let's take a look at the next game that has playoff implications, and that's the Nationals at the Orioles. Josiah Gray getting the start for the Nationals. Kyle Bradish will go for the Orioles. And again, the Orioles' magic number to clinch the division and the home field advantage is three, and they are minus 250 favorites against the Nets. They should be. I mean, they're at home. Bradish has been really – he's really good. You know, Josiah Gray's pretty good too. And this national team's not as bad as – is I think what we think, right? I mean, they're no. I think everyone thought they were going to lose a hundred games, and they're not even going to come close. Not even going to come close. Yeah, and it's a it's a bunch of guys we don't really know who they are. Josiah Gray's been pretty dang good. Even Corbin has double digit wins. Now again, he's getting every decision in the world, which mm-hmm. you don't see very often. Gray in his uh, three starts in September, huh. six runs on fourteen hits and fifteen and a third innings with sixteen strikeouts and seven walks. And that's our thing. He's not going deep in games for whatever reason. Yeah, five, four innings, six, five four, innings, two, six, innings. six yep. three, four, two. Right, but he. He's, you know, one, two, three, four, one in his last five. Like, I don't know why in Toronto they pulled him so fast. It seems like maybe he got hurt. Um, but he's, I mean, again, he's not necessarily getting torched, right? He, 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 every now and again, but we all do every now and again, he gives them an opportunity to win. It's the same guy. You put this kid, Josiah Gray, on, on I put him on the Orioles, and he probably is Dean Crane. Double digit winner. Yeah. Yeah. 100, he's 15 mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe Nationals' first five innings. Like plus a half a run. There's probably some other bets in there to going, especially off of what we we're just saying. I mean, Bradish is so good though, right? Yeah. He's been so good. Nat's first five plus a half a run is plus one fourteen. Yeah, I mean that I like getting the getting plus money on a plus a half a run. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, of if I especially if I feel like the team's gonna win, and I, I don't know, I just don't think you don't know if the Nats are gonna win. win. Yeah, 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 that's a tough one. But Bradish has been good this year. Uh, Bradish's last couple of starts, if you want to look at his stats, uh, six shutout against Houston. He was great in that game. Yep. Um, but against Tampa, four runs in seven innings. Against Boston and Arizona, two runs each in six innings in each of those games. At home this season, better than on the road, a 2.57 ERA. Yeah, he's good. It's tough to bet against uh, mm-hmm. the Orioles in this game in any facet, right? Yeah, and and listen, they're, they're fighting to win that division, and that would be an incredible accomplishment for them. And I'm impressed by them. I, I and I've said it on this podcast. I thought they were. You gonna thought they fade were going to fall off? Yeah, yeah, I thought they. I you know, I just thought they were going to fail. Also, I mean, listen, they have 97 wins, three more wins, 100 100 wins for the Orioles. Nobody had that. Nobody had that at all. Mm-mm. All right, let's talk about the Yankees at the Blue Jays. Michael King getting the start for the Yankees. Kevin Gosman on the mound for the Blue Jays. Toronto is minus 160. The Blue Jays needing to hold on to a wild card spot because they're in a dangerous spot right now. I- I'm still confident that the Blue Jays make the postseason, but they're only a game and a half up on the Astros for the second wild card. And if, let's say, the Mariners win the next two games against the Astros, and the Blue Jays lose the next two games to the Yankees. Well, all of a sudden, Mariners and Astros and Blue Jays are like right with yeah. each other for the three teams fighting for two spots. So they they can, they likely will, but the Blue Jays need to solidify their postseason positioning. A couple of wins here over the next couple of days will do the trick. 
Kevin Gosman home road splits this season pretty even 330 ERA at home 327 on the road his last couple of starts if you're looking at his game logs six shutout innings against the Yankees in his last start on the 20th King did well too but do you like no the whole King, King did the same thing okay he like seven innings in one run his last mm-hmm. start versus the Jays they both dealt and King's been really good his last three or four starts as well I don't know. I don't. I mean, again, outside of the the lineup, mm-hmm. the Yankees lineup is very young. I mean, I know they scored a couple late in that game. It was weird yesterday. Uh, Arizona was scoring and give it right back. Yeah. And and against these young kids, you can't be doing that. Um, that's the only advantage the the Blue Jays have in this really in this series. Uh, and, and they showed it not to you know last when they were in New York the other day. Is this the Yankees lineup is so young? Mm-hmm. Once you get past Judge. They're so young, and it's 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 hard for those kids to navigate through the the back end of this season, and they're not playing for much outside of they're happy to be in the lineup and they're showcasing themselves for next year, right? So winning isn't necessarily something they're they're overly thinking about. Um, but the pitching has been so good. You got Garrett Cole going tomorrow. You have Weaver, which is who, a dangerous spot for the Blue Jays. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's, it's all it's, more important it's, it's than Barrios to win tonight. Again. Yeah, and then you got. Bassett and Weaver, which you have to win that game for sure. See, that's that that's the the thing that I I like the pot, I like the Blue Jays tonight because if you are looking at the schedule and you're looking at Garrett Cole in the next in the next game, and then three to finish against Tampa. I mean, you got to get the wins against the Yankees. You have to win you two of these. To. You have to win two of these three games against the Yankees, so you're not put in a situation where you can lose to Tampa and be out of the postseason. So if you can lock up your spot by winning two of three against the Yankees, you're looking at this game tonight, and tomorrow you have Garrett Cole, you're saying, hey, let's win tonight. So the other thing for the Toronto Blue Jays is just root for Seattle to keep losing. Well, that too. That would help them because they can clinch if the Mariners just keep fading away. And, and it's a real possibility. I mean, it's not a good matchup today for Seattle. No. You know, we'll, 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 we'll jump to that game in a second. Yep. But. Yeah, so I, I, I would lean Blue Jays. The number's high at 160. I think the number's too high. Yeah. But I would lean Jays as well. Yeah, maybe Jays first five. I don't know. I just think he's so good. I mean, I think honestly, like maybe the Jays bullpen, or sorry, the Yankees bullpen, who's very young. They're throwing mm-hmm. a lot of guys out there who we don't really know who they are, giving them a chance as well. I mean, that would, I think more they they jump on the pen more than I think they jump on. on yeah. King. You know, every once in a while, I'll be sitting at home and saying, "What are we going to cook for dinner? What are we going to cook for?" It? My wife says, "I don't know." And then guess what happens? Omaha Steaks comes by and drops meat off on my front porch and makes all the decisions that much easier, Scott. Meat to your front porch? Can't beat it, baby. Doesn't get better than that. I had the meatballs last night, and they were delicious, man. It was easy to cook, reheat in the oven, and bang, dinner is served. It's steaks, it's chicken, it's pork chops, it's it's meatballs, like you said. They've got sides. So much great stuff. Guys, they've got a great sale going on right now. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. It's a sale so nice, they only do it twice. Score mouth-watering savings on all your Omaha Steaks favorites with 50% off site-wide during that semi-annual sale going on right now. From tender, juicy steaks to big, beefy burgers, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and so much more, now's the perfect time to grab all your favorites. Plus, get an extra $30 off when you use our promo code VEGAS at checkout, and every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Simply go to omahasteaks.com and shop the semi-annual sale today. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code VEGAS at checkout. Minimum purchase may apply. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do. 
kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. All right, well, let's, uh, we'll get to the Mariners game as we go down the line here, but let's continue in order of uh, the game starting, and we'll go to the Marlins and the Mets. The Marlins, one game out of a postseason spot. You have Braxton Garrett starting for Miami. Joey Lucchese going for the Mets. Miami's minus 130. Lucchese uh, started against Miami in his last start, gave up three runs in six uh, on six hits in five and two-thirds innings. He's been good. He's been really good. Those three runs were the most he's given up since uh, back in May. He got taxed on. Well, how about Braxton Garrett? Six and one, six and zero, three and two thirds and one, six and one, six and three, six and three, five and zero, six and two, five and three, six Stunt. and one. He he does a quality a quality, quality start every game. time. Yeah, I don't know why Miami's only minus one thirty. Some of these lines today are, are, are baffling to me. I think Miami Miami's going to win this game. I understand the Mets want to play the spoiler role. Miami up to minus one thirty five on the DraftKings sportsbook. I would go. I would go Marlins here. I'd back Garrett. Marlins pushing for the playoffs. Sure that yeah, Mets want to play the spoiler, and Lucchese's been good. The Mets have lost four in a row. But once you get Lucchese out of the game, and I don't, just don't know how motivated this Mets team is. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, again, their 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 bags are packed right now. Yeah, you know they're very young right now in some areas. We've seen a lot of tension in that team. September thirteenth, September nineteenth, eighteenth. So this is his third start in a row since he came back, right? Mm-hmm. So we really got to base it off of that because um, you know Lucchese's missed. I mean, he had one start in August, three starts in May. I mean, he's never been healthy. Two starts in April. When's the last time he had three starts in a row? Yeah, I, I think that we have to back. Garrett Miami, Miami. yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm that's where I'm leaning uh, probably heavily on this one. Uh, the Rays are at the Red Sox. Another line that is really low. Uh, Tampa trying to catch up in the division. The Red Sox playing out the strings. Tampa's only minus one thirty on the road with Zach Eflin on the mound against Tanner Houck. Another one. I like the Rays here. Uh, I, I just think that they're they're still fighting for this division. They're two and a half games back, and Zach Eflin's been arguably their best pitcher that's been healthy. Um, <laughs> like you know, starter, in, huh? in the month of September, he's allowed nine runs on 19 hits in 22 innings. He struck out 31 batters in those 22 innings. I mean, look at these strikeout numbers in September. 10, 8, 6, 7. He had 11 strikeouts uh, in one of his last starts in um, August against the Yankees. He's racking up these punch-out numbers. I think he's going to handle the Red Sox. Last time he faced the Red Sox, three runs in five innings, a game that the Rays won in extras. So he's he's 15-8 with a 3-4-4. The ERAs are important, right? Mm-hmm. With Philadelphia last year, 3-5 and five with a 4, 4-7 four and seven with a 4-1-7, 4-2 with a 4, 10-13 with a 4. 11 and 8 with a 4 3, 1 and 5 with a 6. Like, and then all of a sudden you go to Tampa and you can pitch. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it just shows you the difference in organizations mm-hmm. at times. 
He's always been a starter. He's always home run splits are the same. He's yeah. neither you know same both this ways. It's been so good. Let me I, get I just Hulk. think this could be a situation. I know there's weather. The, the weather could come into play here, mm-hmm. so it's always speak. Let me it's th- always iffy. Yeah, comment on that too. By the way, the weather thing mm-hmm. drives me crazy because I wasn't a big fan of when my start times got pushed. But I played with players who it affected them in such a bad way that if we're off even by a minute, it messed them up. But let alone push me back 30 minutes. I'm already starting to play catch, and it's like, yo, 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 we're going to push this back 30 minutes because of weather. We're going to tarp the field. Dudes lose their mind. Right? <laughs> we're so routine-oriented, like the way we eat, the way we train, the way we throw, the way we stretch, everything. It's like, do you don't understand how time – I mean, I know everything I'm doing at every minute of every day when I'm playing baseball. It's crazy. And so there's things that really affect dudes, and it, and it – this is one of those things that happened the other day. So uh, I bet a first inning no in the Arizona Yankee game. Okay. Was it the gallon game? Yes, sir. I think it was. I'm not sure. All right. And then it was delayed. As soon as that game's delayed at any moment, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, that bet should be null and void. Because I didn't bet that bet based on a delayed game. I bet on, on so many different factors, but starting when I thought it was going to start is mm-hmm. one of the things that you're taking into consideration. I think that those you should have the opportunity to go in and cancel that bet. Once and Rodon gave up two runs in the top of the first. Right away. Yeah. Of course, Gowan goes, you know, deals in the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rodon gives up two runs, yeah. He has a little extra time to get ready. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I've never been a fan of that. I think that the book should look into... It should be like you can bet listed pitchers. You should be able to bet start time. Yep. So if the game gets delayed, no, no, no. I don't want it. I, and if you did action, your bet's good. But if you say only seven oh five start, that's and, well, and if the game's delayed, it's more than likely had started to rain. Yeah. So then the field's wet. Outfielders are not going to go for balls. They're they're not going to run as hard. They don't want to pull. Mm. They don't want to slip. The ball's a little bit different in my hand when I'm pitching it, so it slips out. I don't get as much spin. Yeah, I don't want it anymore. So let's look at the hourly weather here for Boston, and we'll see if the rain could come into play here for this race. And Red Sox, which could be part of the handicap if you think it's going to knock the starting pitchers out of the game. Uh, let's see. If we go seven, uh, I think we should be okay. I think um, I think we, I think think we the rain should hold out. So I think the rain should hold out at Fenway tonight. Yeah, they're just struggling, right? I mean, they're struggling so bad. They're two and eight, the Red Sox, in their last ten. They've lost two in a row. Oh man, they're just. Uh, I mean, they're under five hundred at home, which is one of the best home field advantages that I recall seeing when I played. Mm. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not it for them. I can't. I couldn't. I mean, again, I'm not saying jump Tampa, but I'm definitely. I can't back Boston. Yeah, I, I think uh, to me, I'm on Tampa again. I'm. I'm just backing the teams here with the playoff pushes. This next one's interesting. Because I, this might be uh, uh, my DraftKings dog of the day. Wait, real quick. Go back to the last game. Has Tampa missed Wander Franco at all? No. 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 Think about this. What about Ronald Acuna went out? The Braves still won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Right? We, what about when Bryce Harper left the Nationals? They won the World Series the next year. Yeah. I want those guys on my team. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I want them. But there are certain positions at certain times for a length of a certain amount that depending on how I replace them, I can win without. Again, it goes back to why the Padres aren't that good. Because the pitching and defense isn't carrying that team. They're relying on an offense that's very inconsistent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, this next game is interesting. Again, it might be my DraftKings dog of the day. It's Here the Cubs at the Braves. Oof. Atlanta's favored in this game. They're minus 148 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Cubs on the comeback are plus 124. Now, what are both of these teams playing for? Well, the Braves... Their magic number to get home field advantage is three. So three wins or three Dodger losses. I'll take the Braves. Okay. 
Braves can clinch home field advantage. They have 100 wins. Three wins combined with Dodger losses, and they three Dodger w- losses or Braves wins, they will get the number one seed. The Cubs right now are holding on to a wild card spot. They desperately need the wins, and they have their best pitcher, their ace on the mound in Justin Steele. I, I get it. Bryce Elder has had a very nice season as well. 12 and 4 with the 363 ERA. Oh, he's bad. But <laughs> he's bad. I I'm going with Justin Steele and the Cubs as dogs here against the, the Braves. Over? Let's see over in every facet. Listen, Justin Steele in his last two starts has given up six runs and six runs. It's maybe, been really bad. He got maybe, taxed his last game. Do you think he's yes. ever since he found out that he's not going to win the Cy Young, he's falling off? Something's <laughs> happened. Something's <laughs> happened, right? And the Cubs have still done a good job of staying right where they're at. They've won three in a row, you know, regardless of how he's doing. Who he, you know, again, Justin Steele has carried this team for the majority of the year. He does have one start on the season versus Atlanta, typical line, five plus, four runs, right? That's kind of normal for anybody who faces that lineup. The, the only, listen, I'm not going to back a guy who's struggling. Total's nine. Yeah, Elder's been equally as bad, in my opinion. Like, when that ball is flat, when he's up in the first, it's over. Again, we talk about guys like Giolito who can't fix it. He can't fix it. It's If he's not locating the start, he, he doesn't have a chance, and that's where the home runs, two, one, and one in his last three starts. Um, yeah, when he's giving up homers, it's no good. And he's given up four in back-to-back games as well. Um, I still prefer Atlanta in this game, given mm-hmm. what they play for. Given they don't, that lineup seems to always be the same. I mean, they have one lineup that they put out there that Michael Harris is hitting ninth. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I remember facing the Yankees one day and, and Giambi and Cano were hitting eighth and ninth. And I thought, wow, that's probably the greatest lineup in the history of baseball. And then I see this lineup with the Braves put out every now and again. And I think it rivals that lineup that I used to see with the Yankees. Mm, yeah. But I'll still, I'll still take a chance with Elder. Um, over steel, and that's something I wouldn't have said a month ago. But. <laughs> uh, Diamondbacks are at the White Sox. Arizona fighting for a wild card they spot. Sweet baby. Zach Davies against Jose Arena. Arena, zero and six with a seven two seven ERA. This is a game that the Diamondbacks cannot afford to lose, and one that I don't think they're going to lose. They're minus one forty two. They need. You're right. They need to sweep. They need to sweep. They need to sweep. They, uh, yeah, they have the gift of the schedule right now. Yeah. Um, it's a bullpen day. Mm-hmm. You know, do you like Arizona's bullpen? Do you trust their bullpen? You know, look back and see what they did the last couple games. You know, they, they everybody came in and gave up runs yesterday. I think the bullpen picked up three or four of those innings yesterday, three innings yesterday, and and they all gave up runs. So where is the bullpen at? Because the bullpen's picking up almost five of these innings today, for sure. Mm. Zach Davies doesn't go past five, go best case. Never, yeah. he never does. Um, and he gives up three, three, five. You know, he like he, that's his last couple, right? So... I gotta assume the first five overs probably five or five and a half, huh? First five over for Diamondbacks White Sox. If you want to bet that on the DraftKings Sportsbook, the total is going to be five and a half runs, juiced heavily to the under. Okay, so one. You can do over four and a half at minus one forty. One six and one of the runs given up for Urania in his last three, and of course he doesn't have a win to show for it. So even when he deals. The White Sox do not score for Yeah, Arizona's the play in this one. I know it's I know it's a juiced favorite, but again, you have a dead team uh, who's probably going to clean house in a week against a team that is desperate, coming off of a bad loss. Uh, I know the schedule kind of got pushed back because of the rain the rain out game in New York, but they need this win. So I'm gonna, I'm going to is this a make it game? No, the what happened was it was supposed to be yesterday. It got pushed. The whole schedule got shifted. Oh, okay. Because okay. the the game from the Yankees was played yesterday. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, the Cardinals at the Brewers. Milwaukee, with a win, will win the Central. The Brewers are minus 170. Adrian Hauser on the mound. Zach Thompson goes for the Cardinals. Do the Brewers pop the champagne tonight? Yeah. They could also pop the champagne if the if the Cubs lose. Yeah, it's already— uh, Do you su- how, It seems like— Have you ever done that, yeah. celebrated when you lost the game? Oh, but no. But another team lost? So no, it's clinched. crazy, but— it, it, So, listen. like, you lose the game, yeah. then you go into the clubhouse— and I guess, like, the clubhouse manager or somebody says, hey, we clinched. And you're, like, you're feeling so shitty about your loss. But all of a sudden, they, they put the tarps up on the lockers because you clinched. You won the division. Doesn't matter. You're backed into the division. You still celebrating? Well, we won enough games to get it regardless. Yeah, so I won a game somewhere along the line that would have clinched it for us or did clinch it for us. Um, no, that's what it's about. Like, we come out of spring training with the intent, of course, to win the World Series. But we come out of spring training – to win our division like there's there's goals and that's the first goal we set is to win our division so i don't care how you do it you win your division you win your division um yeah it's champagne popping time yeah so even if the brewers if the brewers if the cubs lose the brewers win the brewers win the division or if the cubs win then the brewers win they win the division so the magic number is one so one win or a cubs loss i mean it's I like like the Brewers anyway because if they find out like at some point during their game that the Cubs are down by like ten runs, we have a, we have a chance to have. A it's just going to be like tie. a celebration, a three way tie tonight. We have a chance. Arizona loses, Cubs lose, Miami wins. We have a three way tie. Oh yeah, and the, the wild card race <laughs> for sure. But do, do you like that? And then Cincinnati wins, and then we got one and a half out. I love but do, do you like that idea for betting the Brewers tonight? Because thinking like if they even if they're losing. They're going to be so loose and in celebration mode if they find out they're scoreboard watching and they what, see. What are, what are the game times? They're like twenty minutes apart from each other. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. They'll be scoreboard watching the whole time. That's what I'm saying. But what if they find out at the that the like the, if the Braves are winning by eight runs? You know, if the Braves yeah. are just blowing out the Cubs, then the Brewers know they won the division. So yep. it's like, all right, guys. And then they're loose and maybe they hit. They have some fun. It will alter the way Council manages. Oh, yeah, he might take a pitcher out or two. But I think the hitters, actually, I think this could be a game where the Brewers, like, score a ton of runs just because they're in celebration mode. And then everyone's happy, and then they put up, like, a 10 spot, you know? Could be one of those those type of celebration games for them. Thompson's given up three or four for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to back the—I mean, again, the Cardinals aren't playing well. You you have to back the Brewers Mm -hmm. today. Okay, let's talk about the American League West. The Rangers are at the Angels. The Red Hot Rangers, who have won six straight games. Reed Detmers starts for the Angels, and Cody Bradford gets the start for the Rangers. Texas, minus 166 favorites, so they're heavily favored tonight. And I backed them last night on the run line. They came through for me. I'm going to do the same today. Angels are a dead and buried team. And the Rangers are playing good baseball right now, heading into the. This is the most important stretch of their season, and they're getting the job done. I think the Rangers looked at their schedule, and they saw the final three games of the season against the Mariners, and they said, we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where we can get knocked out of the playoffs in those three games. Mm -hmm. They're trying to clinch this thing now before they even face the Mariners. And you know what? They could do it. The Rangers' magic number is four. If they sweep the Angels, two more wins against the Angels, and and if the Mariners, or I guess, I guess it would be, yeah, I guess it's hard to to clinch after this because what if the Mariners and Astros split? Mm-hmm. Then then it would just take one win or one loss against the Mariners uh, and 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 in the final series. But anyway, two wins here against the Angels for the next two days puts themselves in a great position. It's also bullpen day. I mean, Cody Bradford's not going. Two 
best case three innings. Mm-hmm. So then they have to run their whole bullpen out there, right? So you have that. You have to factor in. Well, last night, let's last night with uh, Gray pitching, they used two relievers only. Yeah. For for three and for two yeah. three innings. That's what you. That's two what you, innings. you need guys like him to yeah. step up in those moments because you know today presents itself. Listen, Detmers, he can be good. There's just no offense on this team. Mm-hmm. It's a tough team. I mean, they had a good series in Tampa where they put up some runs and they carried over one game afterwards, and then they're kind of slowed back down again. I mean, I know it's in Anaheim, but, again, bags are packed there as well. Yeah, the lineup stinks. I mean, yeah. who are you afraid of? I mean, Drury's got power, but he also strikes out a ton. Uh, I mean, Randall Grechuk's not going to do anything. Healthy. No. Adele. I mean, Stefanik, their second baseman, went three for three out of the nine hole. I'm that's still blown just... away by their leadoff guy who spent two days in the minor leagues this year. Like, that's it. Oh, the Shanuel, whatever his name is? Yeah, like out of yeah. Florida International or something like that. In Florida Atlantic, and yeah. just goes straight to the big leagues. Like, that just tells you how bad a shape the Angels are in. Mm-hmm. You're not even you, – you don't – you don't trust your organization so, so bad to develop talent that you don't even want them to go down there and be a part of your organization. <laughs> you rush them to the big leagues to just what? To try to cut your teeth at that level mm-hmm. from college? Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, so the other part of this division, the Astros at the Mariners. Huge start by Verlander last night. Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros tonight. George Kirby goes for the Mariners. Seattle's minus 130. And it hasn't looked good for the Mariners. They've lost four straight games. And in those four games, they allowed eight runs to Texas, nine runs to Texas, five runs to the Astros last night. I'm not even going to look at this game. And for because you know how I feel about Kirby, I went from being a fan to I couldn't be less of a fan of him. Mm. Like, I, again, I've talked about this. I still am blown away that a professional athlete, like, took to the mic publicly and asked out of a game and talked about how he didn't want to be in the game and he shouldn't have been in there and they should have pulled him and he should, I didn't want to pitch the seventh inning. The seventh inning? Yeah. The seventh inning? Pitch the seventh inning I got a last lot. start, though. I got a lot. Who do you face? Oakland. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I can't do it with, with Kirby. I, and I know Javier, he's hit and miss at times, but Kirby having proven that he's scared and now he's got to go face a really good Houston team, I just can't see it. I just the, the Mariners just falling off. They they really well their bullpen it's took bad. It, yeah, it's been it, they're falling off and uh, losing four straight at the pivotal time. Now all of a sudden guys are tight. Guys are everyone's asking each other what's going on, what's going on. We're desperate for a win. Mm-hmm. The, the Astros they got swept by the Royals, but throw that out the window because they won yesterday. Yeah. And what do you say? Momentum's only as good as the next day's starting pitcher. Again, well, how about is as good as last night's starting pitcher and Justin Verlander you have him. going out there and being a leader and saying, hey, yep. I know we got swept by the Royals, but I'm going to put the team on my back and we're winning tonight. Guarantee, and they did. He said that at some point yesterday, too. I got this. Guarantee yeah. he told somebody, I got this. Don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah, and now you have Christian Javier who's coming off a, a great start against the Orioles. And, you know, they were lucky to win that game. They came from behind, walked it off in the ninth inning. I bet the Astros in that game, he had 11 strikeouts in five innings against the Orioles. I think he's just jonesing to get back on the mound. Absolutely. After that start. Uh, So I think the Astros are the only way I can look in this game. To me, it is is close. So uh, Astros are a dog at plus 110. But if you don't mind laying the juice, Astros first five. Are they getting? Yeah, they're getting. Yeah, I'm that. First five right now for the Astros on the money line is plus 110. On the plus... Are they getting a half? Yeah, plus a half a run is minus 130. Yeah, I'll take it. 
I like that as well. Yeah. Astros, first five, plus a half a run, minus 130 tonight. And then one more game. Let's talk about the Padres and the Giants because the Giants, to. they're both still mathematically in it. Seth Lugo gets to start for the Padres. Until, Kyle Harrison until today. for the Giants. San Diego's minus 130. Is there, one of these teams will be eliminated today. Lugo's been so good. Yeah, I think the Padres are the only way I can look in this game um, because even – Though the Giants picked up the win last night. Late. Late, exactly. Like That's they what I'm talking about. They haven't scored any One runs. One-run game, late, Snell did good again. If you if you look at their last, I don't know, two, three, four, five, six games, right? One run against Diamondbacks. Two runs against the Dodgers. They had the five runs against the Dodgers. Shut out, two runs, and then two runs. They just don't score. The last time Harrison pitched against the Padres, he gave up four homers in five and two-thirds on yeah. six runs. He's given up... Two, five, four, six is last four. Like, I can't. You know something? Why not a Padres team total? What do you got? Give me one and a half again. Let's talk about that. Oh, for the first five innings? <laughs> no, it'll be two and a half for the first five innings. Let's look at that right now up on DraftKings. Uh, first five innings, Padres over two and a half runs is yeah. plus 114. Their team total for the game uh, for the Padres is, let's see. Well, we have to go to other spot here. Padres team total for the game, I would assume it's four and a half. The line's eight and a half. So, yeah, four and a half, even money yeah. over for the Padres. I like that, actually. I think the Padres can score five runs in this game. It's not exactly a hitter-friendly park, no. but eh. I think Padres are the way to look. Yeah, I think. I agree. Yeah, and again, gut punch loss last night, but still mathematically in it. And after a gut punch loss on Saturday, they responded on Sunday with scoring 12 runs. There you go. So maybe they, they, they respond tonight and say, hey, we're still mathematically in it. All right, that's a look at the schedule here for tonight as far as the postseason games, uh, the games that have postseason implications. I guess the Dodgers and the Rockies uh, technically have postseason implications because the Dodgers are still in it for the one seed, even though they're not going to get it. But a doubleheader. Uh, the first game today is going to be uh, Chase Anderson and Caleb Ferguson. Dodgers are favored in both games, obviously. Yeah. The nightcap is going to be Bobby Miller and um, Ryan Feltner going for the Rockies. And other games that we didn't discuss, we have the Royals, the Tigers, Zach Greinke against Reese Olsen, Pirates at the Phillies, Aaron Nola against Mitch Keller, Phillies minus 190 in that game, and the A's at the Twins, Minnesota minus 250, Bailey Ober against Paul I know the, Blackburn. I guess, I mean, the Phillies technically haven't clinched a spot, but... They, Based on a in. billion things, they're they're locked in. Yeah, right now the Phillies can clinch a wild card berth with a win with or a, or a, a Marlins bunch. loss. Yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of things. And they have yeah, they're, they're and they're going to be the first wild card too. So it's not about even yep. losing yep. out of that. They're five games. They're not losing. Yeah, that. They're the first wild card, which means that they will face the third wild card in the first round of the postseason. And a reminder, again, there is no more game one sixty three. So all tiebreakers are determined by tiebreaker rules, which starts with head-to-head record. So if it's the Cubs and Marlins that are tied, the Cubs and Diamondbacks that are tied, Marlins, Cubs, Diamondbacks, all that stuff, it there is no game 163 with the new playoff formats. Just a reminder for people in case they're saying, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we had an extra game on Monday? No, 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 not, no. not, not happening. 
let me remind you guys, you can go to pregame.com and you can hop on board a daily best bet package or a season-long subscription package. We have baseball postseason packages available for you at pregame.com. And you can use the promo code, uh, let's go race20, race20 for the postseason races. Yes, sir. Race20 is going to be the promo code at pregame.com. It's going to get you 20% off any purchase at pregame.com. Again, race20 is the promo code at pregame.com. For former Major League pitcher Josh Towers, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Thanks for listening to the Major League Baseball Podcast brought to you by pregame.com.